0: Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, or engaging in our live chat room on our church website. Welcome to St. Paul Online. Our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, if you're watching on Facebook, share on your personal timeline, tag people you want to invite. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel and text this link to your personal network. And if you're in the chat room on our church website, click on the invite button in the chat window share this experience with others and also uh we would love for you too if you would do us this favor if you're watching online amen if you would uh put where you're watching us from our digital ministers and social media influencers will engage you and give you a major shout out amen how many of you all are just glad to be in the service one more time don't fool me now how many of you all are glad to be in the service one more time Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask that the Pates will come. They're going to lead us as far as uh, our call to worship and um, give us what we need as far as our time together is concerned. Amen.
1: Amen. Everybody put those blessed hands together. God is great and greatly to be praised on this first Sunday. First Sunday of Black History Month. We thank God for all that He has done. And Tiffany, what else is so special about this Sunday?
2: I heard today was Marriage Sunday. Is that right? Marriage Sunday. Did y'all hear the same thing? It's Marriage Sunday. We want to thank God for the opportunity to come together and celebrate Him walking with us through the days, the months, the years of our marital journey. Um, And there's a scripture that comes to mind when we think about praising God. It's Psalm 150. It says, Praise the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. And then verse 6 closes by saying, let everything that has breath, let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Let's join in with our choir this morning as they lead us in our congregational hymn, Lift Every Voice and Sing. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.
3: Thompson and we are going to be reading Matthew 5 verses 13 through 20.
2: You are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underneath, underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden no one lights a lamp and put puts it under a basket instead a lamp instead a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house in the same way let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father
3: 17 through 20 teaching about the law don't misunderstand why I have come I did not come to abolish the law of Moses or the writings of the prophets. No, I came to accomplish their purpose. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear, not even the smallest detail of God's law will disappear until its purpose is achieved. So if you ignore the least commandment and teach, if you ignore the least commandment and teach others to do the same, you will be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But anyone who obeys God's laws and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. But I warn you, unless your righteousness is better than the righteousness of the teachers of the religious law and the Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. The word of God for the people of God.
1: Good morning st. Paul we are deacons Reginald and Tina Ross
2: good morning again st. Paul may we please bow our heads Lord our Heavenly Father we ask that you would open our ears so we may hear your voice open our minds so that we may receive your <coughs> internal wills- eternal wisdom Open our spirits so that we may know your leading and guidance. And open our hearts so that we may receive your wonderful love. And Father, we also ask right now,
1: God, that as we enter into this, your sanctuary, God, that your presence, Father, which we already know and feel, God, in this place, will just move through us, Father, and in us this day as we celebrate you and celebrate, Heavenly Father, being a child of the king for when we leave this place father we will know that surely surely the lord has been in this place so we just thank you god this morning we praise and we magnify your name for it's in the name of jesus that we pray amen
4: In all the earth, is who you are. I lift it up in all the earth, is who you are. I lift it up in all the earth, is who you are. Lord, be all, okay. Lord, be all, okay. I lift it up in all the earth, is who you are up in all the earth is who you are. I lift it up in all the earth is
5: who you are. For the earth's
4: we praise
6: you Oh Lord we praise you Oh Lord we praise you Oh Lord give him praise give him praise How many of you come to praise him this morning We praise you Oh Lord He's worthy of the praise He's worthy of glory, he's
7: worthy
6: of honor. Give a praise, give a praise. We praise, oh Lord, so I we, eat, we praise, oh Lord, we it praise, it, oh, Lord. We praise oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord. Oh, Lord, I oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, oh Lord, we praise, oh Lord, we praise, Oh Lord, we love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Say, we love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. stand we thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are worthy. 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 We love you. Love you. We love you. thank you you are worthy you were of honor you were of glory you were praise you are worthy 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 you are Yeah
0: Come on, let's give the Lord some praise in his house. We are here to lift up and magnify the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, let's celebrate our God in the house today. Good morning, disciples of St. Paul, and good morning to those who are visiting with us. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and with the joy of our Lord. We're certainly delighted and elated for all of those who have come and gathered in this place. A lot of things we want to share with you on this Sunday. Uh, but before we do that, I want to, and I've kind of started doing this um uh, but we're going to do it on the first Sunday for the meantime, anyone that is celebrating a birthday in February, uh, or have celebrated a birthday thus far in February, would you please stand any February folks? Amen. Come on, let's give God praise. Happy birthday. Happy birthday happy birthday. We thank God for you. We pray that you will get your heart's desire as far as your birthday is concerned. Let's give God praise for all the February folk. Amen. Also at this time, I want to recognize any married couples that will be celebrating the anniversary this month. Would you please stand? Any married couples celebrating the anniversary? Amen. Amen, amen, God bless you all, God bless you all, God bless you all, amen, folks getting married around Valentine's Day, amen, y'all got a double whammy, amen, as far as that is concerned. Listen, a lot of things that we want to share with you, um, where's Brother Ted Pearson, I believe that the Boy Scouts have a presentation that they would like to make to the church, and of course, um, as far as this time is concerned, they're in the process of gathering uh, items. As far as scouting bags are concerned, Brother Ted Pearson, are you? In, he ain't in here. Oh, he he picking up his oh somebody told me he picking up his wife. Okay, all right. Um, well, we also have visiting with us. Um, uh, Paul Drayton Masonic Lodge number seven, and I'm going to ask that they would stand. And do you all have someone that want to greet our church? If so, you can come and do that at this time. Can we get a mic? Can I get a mic down here for, for, uh,
8: Definitely like to thank you for allowing us to fellowship with you this Sunday. But first and foremost, we would like to give honor and praise to Lord Jesus Christ, who allowed us to be in this number one more day. Amen. Through his grace and his mercy, he kept us here. All right, and um, again, we have my brothers here Paul, great Elijah, number seven, and I being the master. First from Master Malcolm McClendon. I also have my sisters here with me from Ruth Boger, chapter 669. Would you please stand? Amen. Um, with us being here, again, um, it's a pleasure. I also have a donation.
0: We like donations. <laughs> 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 So I'm gonna
1: let my I'm gonna pass it over to my sister and I'm gonna give you the donation. And again, thank you. First giving on to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to Pastor Reverend Scott, and to the ministers and to the members of St. Paul. It is indeed an honor to be here. It is indeed an honor to celebrate and to worship with our brothers of Paul Saint of uh, Paul Drayton number seven. I bring greetings from um, Ruth Bogert. Chapter number 669. Our worthy matron is sick today, so in honor of her and I bring greetings on her behalf. We also do have a um, little love offering, <laughs> not as much as they do, but we do have a little love offering. And I do want to um, thank Sister um, Catherine Austin also for supporting us, for coming out. She represents, she serves as our treasurer, so I do want to recognize her today for coming out.
0: Come on, let's give God praise for Paul Drayton and for our sisters of the Order of the Easter Star. Thank you all so very, very much for taking time out to share with us. And of course, we will place this in our um, main offering. We greatly appreciate it. Here at St. Paul, we're doing great things for our community. We're humbled uh, by your presence, and particularly, brothers, we're humbled uh, that you all uh, have taken time out to come and share with us as you travel to the East. Um, yeah, I know a little something. <laughs> yeah, I know a little something, all right. Yeah, yeah, and and, and that little something is, is, is not just peripheral knowledge. I'll put it like that, all right? All right. <laughs> um, also at this time, I want to, uh, before I share um some other things i want to ask that our uh, marriage ministry would stand up they had an incredible job as far as um this weekend is concerned all those who are part of the saint paul marriage ministry would you stand up i want to say thank you i want to say thank you for the wonderful job that you all have done as far as this weekend is concerned with the comedy show virtually on Friday night. Yesterday we had um, uh, workshops and then last night had a wonderful time at the Sneaker Ball. Um, uh, just absolutely a wonderful time. I had brought Charis to be Deborah's assistant in taking pictures and she wound up dancing more than anybody else. And she ain't have nobody to dance with. She She was taking some of everybody as far as dancing is concerned, but it was a wonderful time had by all. I want to um, let you all know here at St. Paul, we are celebrating, of course, Black History Month. Today is Sunday's best. Next Sunday is HBCU Sunday, so wear your favorite um, um, uh, attire or sweatshirt from your favorite historical black college or university. Third Sunday Is Divine Nine and Black Organization Sunday, where we represent our various organizations. And then finally, uh, Wakanda Sunday, the fourth Sunday, that's where we wear our African attire. And so we invite you to share with that. Also, we have started up our new disciples class. CEO is Saturday. This Saturday, it'll be instead of 9.30, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, it'll be at 10 because I have men of valor at 9.00. And also, Kaya will be returning this month, and so mark your calendar for Wednesday, February the 22nd at 6.30, and the topic will be living single. Living single, that should be fun. I will not participate in that. Living single, uh, as far as that's concerned. What we have, um, we're getting ready to share with you all a new project as far as uh, mission is concerned. To our brothers and sisters in Liberia, in the city of Brewerville, Liberia. We have coordinated a month-long campaign to help us reach a goal of 10 barrels of supplies and $5,000 to cover shipping those barrels and supplies that are not collected through donations. This school uh, was hit hard during COVID, and they are in need of items to help that Place remain open. So here is what we're trying to do. During the month of February, we will break down that list into three different categories. So we'll focus on one group per week. We want to make sure that we provide a good variety, and we're asking that you will bring designated items with you on Sunday or during the two-week scheduled drive-by drop-offs. We're having what we call Super Barrel Saturday. Uh, February the 11th, and on uh, February the 25th, uh, the Saturday before um, uh, the 4th Sunday. We need volunteers. We need volunteers to help pack our barrels on Saturday, March the 4th. We'll be receiving all of the items for our Lock, Carry Wise, North Carolina Partnership Churches, and we'll be responsible for packing these items in our shipping barrels and delivering them to Baltimore to connect with the contractor shipper. So here's what we need you to do. So join us next week. This is what we're gonna do next week. We're collecting school and art supplies. Schools and art supplies. Paper, pencils, paintbrushes, things of that sort. The list of the items will be mailed out to all who are part of our church database and also it will be placed on our church social media platforms and on our church website so you'll have a more definitive list of what we're trying to collect. Please make sure that you limit the time that you bring the supplies to the church on Sundays or drop off Sundays. So, again, next week we're collecting school and art supplies. School and art supplies. So when you're out shopping, uh, please, ma'am, please, sir, keep in mind Uh, this school in Liberia uh, that definitely could use our help as far as our generosity is concerned and of course that would be a blessing as far as uh, that school. St. Paul has been known to be a very gracious and generous church and we want to of course share with our brothers and sisters as far as that's concerned. Sister Gwen did I cover it or is there anything else you think I need to share? And donations can also be done in church and on Giblify. Under missions. All right, under missions, okay? Under missions. So if you want to give something, give it under missions, and um, that will be fine. All right. The last thing I want to do as far as today is concerned, um, as far as observation moments, is to let you all know that March Gladness is coming up. March gladness amen um, that is our spring revival our spring revival monday march the 20th through wednesday march 22nd we're going to have a meal from 5 to 6 30 p.m our guest preachers are our guest preachers are monday night uh reverend dr reginald sharp uh pastor of the fellowship missionary baptist church in chicago tuesday night uh reverend shalita Fumby. Uh, who will be preaching at Hampton this year, the co-pastor of New Life Church in Laurel, Maryland. And on Wednesday night, uh, the Reverend Dr. Freddie Douglas Haynes third senior pastor of the Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Each service will start at 7 o'clock. These are some of God's most gifted preachers in this country. And uh, I want to encourage you to be here in person. We'll feed you, then we're going to shout you. Amen. So join us as far as our revival services are concerned, uh, and more information will be forthcoming as far as that's concerned. As we move forward in our worship experience, before we get ready to have, uh, our prayer, uh, we have a, uh, consecration for all of those who are disciples here at St. Paul disciples here at St. Paul. So if you're part of the St. Paul Baptist Church family, I'm going to ask at this time that you would stand uh, as we consecrate ourselves to the work here at the St. Paul Church. Amen. To the work here at the St. Paul Church. So this is for all of those who are disciples of St. Paul. If you're online, you can join us as well. As far as that is concerned Um, the litany should be on the screen um, as far as the part that you will read uh, at this particular moment when God saved us from our sins he called us to be ministers not ministers in the sense of being preachers or pastor but all disciples of Jesus Christ are called to be ministers of reconciliation all of us have a purpose. All of us have a destiny we are to fulfill. Disciples. Okay. No one person can do it all. God has called us to function as a unit. Therefore, we must be content with the gifts and the graces that God has blessed us to have. It's a team effort. and God wants us to work together. We must strive to be on one accord so that God can move St. Paul Baptist Church to higher heights. Disciples. I appeal to you, brothers and sisters in Christ, that all of you agree with one another so that there may be no divisions among us and that we may be perfectly united in mind and thought. Disciples. When we are serious about being a disciple of Jesus Christ, and when we are serious about our commitment to God and our service to humanity, we can more clearly understand the importance of loving and caring for one another. We must take into account the concerns and the needs of others, disciples. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you, Disciples of St. Paul. And as we prepare to seal this consecration, as others are coming in, as we prepare to seal this consecration, we want to call your attention to prayer. And as we prepare to bring prayer concerns before you, we want to lift up the family of Disciple Joseph Forbes, the husband of Gloria Forbes. His services are pending I'm being told those services will be in Elizabeth City, um, and we'll let you know about that information. The family of Sister Shirley White, uh, disciple of Deacon Marilyn White, her services were yesterday in Concord. The family of William Harvey, the father of disciple Marcus Harvey, his services were yesterday. At Sycamore Hill, Amy Zion Church in Gatesville, North Carolina. The family of Jesse Brown, the nephew of Brother Roosevelt Johnson, our disciple, his services were yesterday in Mims' funeral home in Richmond, Virginia. We also want to lift up uh, brothers and sisters who are getting ready to have surgery, who have had surgery, or dealing with significant illness, Deacon um, Sylvia Audrey, uh, Kathy, Catherine Evans, Lula McCullough, who had successful surgery on Friday, Brother Joseph Weathers, who had successful surgery last week, We also want to continue to lift up Reverend Paul Drummond and his wife, Lady Thomasina, our pastor emeritus, and his wife uh, as he continues to uh, deal with his uh, sickness as well. We know that God can do anything but fail. Amen. And so at this time, um, as far as prayer is concerned, I believe that Andre and Jerica Team Graves, you're supposed to come and Lead us in prayer.
1: Good morning, St. Paul. We're Andre and Jeremy Graves, and it it's an honor to stand before you all this morning and to pray with you all. So, let's bow our hands and go to heaven. The Heavenly Father, thank you for this day, God. Thank you for another opportunity. Thank you for being able to stand in the gap for those families right now, Father. who may be going through certain things, God. For those names that were lifted up and those who are in the hospital, those sick and shelter, and those that are ready for surgery, allow them to know that their doctors are being monitored by the ultimate doctor, Father. And where their limits stop, God, you are the ultimate doctor, physician, surgeon. And your plan trumps anything that they may or may not Give each and every one of those family members the faith that they need to walk into those surgery rooms and to give the prayer to their family and the assurance that they're going to be completely healed, Father. You we know that you can do all things in your name. Nothing is impossible when it's on your line so we just stand here. We ask that you will bless each and every one of those individuals, who are preparing for surgery, and that you will give them the ultimate healing, Father. Father, we come to you
9: just thanking you for the We thank you, Father, for all of you. St. Paul, family that stands in the gap of those that are bereaved right now and grieving, God. We lift up those families, Jesus, and let them know that they are not alone during this walk, Jesus, but that they have an entire family that lifts them, God. We bring them before you, Father, knowing that you are the ultimate peace, God. You are the ultimate joy, and when they don't have any joy, God, so we lift them up to you right now just saying thank you. Thank you for being a father when we don't know where to go or who to look to, God. Thank you for remind, for remembering us, Father, when we can't remember ourselves during a time of grief, God. I just thank you, Father, for who you are, and I ask, Father, that you would remind them in some small, small whisper of a voice that they are not alone during this time.
1: Lastly, Father, we come to you once again just thanking you for the marriages that have been represented by our marriage ministry, Father. We know that this world that we are in would like to kill marriages as well, Father. But we are thankful that we have people in this church and in our lives that display the God in them through their marriages. So we ask that you would bless those that are now without their loved ones, that have their loved ones in the hospital, Father. Continue to pour into them and be that thick third cord and that strength that keeps those marriages together. And all things we
0: pray, your Jesus' name. Amen. If you believe God is answering that prayer, can you give God praise right now? Let's give God praise for Team Graves. Amen. 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 Sisters and brothers, it is time to give. It is time to give. It is time to give. Um, ushers, 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 where are ushers? Oh, oh, I see y'all. Who's in charge? You in charge today? Okay. So, if you need to open up the balcony, if you need to do that, okay? Y'all, yeah, let y'all make that call. All right, all right. It is time to give as we prepare to give. There are several ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. Uh, The first one is by mailing check or money order to the church at 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28205. Or you could drop off check, cash, or money order here at the church. Call the church office and make sure someone is here to receive your offering uh, at 704-334-5309. You can also give through ACS as well as Church Life through our website, you can give through the app called Givelify. And if you don't have that app on your smart device, download that app, connect it to your favorite credit card, and then in three clicks you can give. If you have a physical offering in the house, amen, you'll be able to give that in just a moment. There should be a basket on the outer aisles, and we're going to ask that at the appropriate time you would take that basket, pass it down, and of course give as far as it's concerned. Brother Jerry, I need two envelopes uh plain envelopes uh because i have special offerings here so however we're going to give i want you to do me this favor if you have given already just raise your right hand if you have an offering place your offering in your right hand we want to give what's right not what's left and of course we thank our masonic brothers and our eastern star sisters for your gift to the saint paul church Let us go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come and we thank you for the wonderful opportunity to partner with you in work, witness, and worship. And as we give right now, God, not grudgingly nor out of necessity, but cheerfully because you love the cheerful giver. Bless these offerings. Let us be able to continue to do your work so we can let our bright light shine in a dark and sinful world. And God, would you multiply these gifts. Bless those that are giving according to your word Bless those that give something. And then, God, for those who feel like they don't have to do anything, if you would continue to show them they can't beat you giving, no matter how hard they try. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would at this time uh, look on the outer aisles and take the basket and pass it down. This my my shepherd.
1: Everybody see
5: your spirit, your spirit is within so me, so I, so I
4: will walk in your peace. Your spirit lives,
5: your
4: within, spirit me. lives within me, my victory. My victory. my victory, my victory, your spirit, your spirit lives within me, so I will walk in your peace. Spirit.
6: i yeah.
7: must Jesus bear the cross alone, let all this world go free? No, there's a cross for everyone, and there's a cross for me. How happy are the saints above who once went sorrowing here. Oh, but now they taste a mingled love and joy without a tear. The consecrated cross I bear Till death shall set me free, and then go home, go home my crown to wear, for there's a crown for me. Mm Mm-hmm. for me. I do Let me feel. for me.
0: Thank thank God for our hymn choir, for our incredible music ministry. Um, Amen. As we prepare for the word, I need you to do me a favor. Please, ma'am, please, sir, keep your mask on. Uh, I don't want what you got. You don't want what I got. So we need you to help us to protect each other. Uh, We're maintaining our protocols here at St. Paul. Isaiah 58, Isaiah 58 verses 1 through 12, which is going to constitute our reading for this morning. And it reads like this. Cry aloud and spare not. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgressions and the house of Jacob their sins. Yet they seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching God. Why have we fasted, they said, and you have not seen? Why have we afflicted our souls and you? take no notice. In fact, in the day of your fast, you find pleasure and exploit all your laborers. Indeed, you fast for strife and debate and to strike with the fist of wickedness. You will not fast as you do this day to make your voice heard on high. Is it a fast that I have chosen A day for man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head like a bulrush and to spread out sackcloth and ashes? And would you call this a fast, an acceptable day of the Lord? Is this not the fast I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry? and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked, that you cover him, and not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning, your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. You shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and he will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your mist, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, if you extend your soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul, then your light shall be dawn in the darkness, and your darkness shall be as noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones, and you shall be like a watered garden. And like a spring of water whose waters do not fail, those from among you shall build the old waste places and you shall raise up the foundation of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. This whole passage I've read to you can be about at least three to five sermons in and of itself but today I'm gonna do one. And it is worship that makes a difference. Uh, Worship that makes a difference. The opportunity for us to worship the sovereign eternal God should never be taken for granted. In other words, we should never worship for the sake of worship entering the house of God, singing praises to our Lord, carrying out spiritual disciplines like prayer, fasting, reading scripture, engaging in spiritual disciplines without a positive change inside and outside, ain't nothing but a waste of time. I know too many folks who engage in the act of worship but nothing transformative, liberating, or redemptive takes place in their lives. The aspect of worship that makes a difference supersedes the style of how one does Sunday morning gatherings. It goes beyond the architectural appeal of a sanctuary. It has nothing to do with whether there's a praise team or a full choir traditional or contemporary service, pipe organ or a Hammond B3, or whether or not you have drums. Rather, this is dealing with the time and a moment whereby God and humanity have an encounter, whereby human beings leave that moment inspired, enriched, and empowered to do something more positive in a world going to hell in a handbasket. If you come in the presence of God, with a sense of arrogance, ignorance, and self-righteousness, when you've really been in God's presence, you can't stay that way. If the heart of sinfulness is being self-centered, then the heart of Christian worship is to focus on God. However, if we're honest, Too many of us come into the presence of God, but the focus is not on God. Rather, the focus is on our problems, pains, and perplexities. The focus is on our hurts, headaches, and heartaches. The focus is on our troubles, trials, and tribulations that we deal with in our everyday reality. So understandably, the negative consumes a lot of folks under the sound of my voice to the point where we focus downward rather than heavenward. The psalmist says in Psalm 121, verse 1 and 2, I will lift my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord, who made the heavens and the earth. When you and I learn how to shift from the grime of this world to the glory of our God, something good has to happen. When we place the focus on our God, sinners got to get saved. Saints got to get inspired. Our communities are made better. Jesus is magnified, God is glorified, and the Holy Spirit is edified. Here is, beloved, the shout and shift for me. You know that you have been in a worship that makes a difference when self has been broken. Let me say that again. You know. You've been in a meaningful worship when you have been broken down so that God can build you back up. And and, and here is why the self has to be broken because we're so conceited and self-centered. And we think this moment is all about us. If the choir don't sing my song, if the preacher don't preach the way I want him or her to preach uh, if somebody say something off kilter to me uh then I ain't going back to that church if they don't treat me the way I want to be treated I'm I'm not going to show up in this way when, when did worship get to be about you and, and that's why that's why the self has to be broken Because when God becomes the focus, when Jesus becomes the center, the focus of the light, the acknowledged king, creator, redeemer, and sustainer, you create a moment where worship counts. It is in this sense, only those, and I know I'm getting ready to mess with somebody, only those who know God in the pardon of their sins can worship. Everybody can praise God. But not everybody can worship God. Let me say it again. Sinners can't worship. And I'm going to tell you why you can't worship. You can't worship because you ain't got a relationship. But when you got a relationship, you can worship. And it is only in this sense those who have been changed by the grace and mercy of God know how much more they need to change. The reason why sinners can't worship is because you don't acknowledge God as Lord of your life. So I contend that worship should be a foreshadowing, a foretaste of glory divine. In other words, worship ought to be a little taste, just a little taste of heaven here on earth. And if we have a little taste of heaven here on earth, we ought to be impacted because we've had that taste. The psalmist says in Psalm 34, verse eight: "Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who trusts in God. Here's what I'm trying to impress upon you, St. Paul, and our guests. That our worship ought to influence our daily living. Our worship ought to enhance our spiritual disciplines like prayer, fasting, reading your Bible. Uh, This is why we come and gather and sing and shout and listen. However, if you've been in this moment and you're not any better, then something is off. Here is the problem with a lot of us that come to church. We want an experience, but God wants an encounter. (laughs) Let me say that again for the folks on the Zoom. We want an experience, but God wants an encounter. An experience is like going to a football game or a concert. An experience is somebody here crazy enough to pay $2,000 to go see Beyonce. That's An experience, you're gonna have two experiences. You're gonna see Beyonce shake her thing and you're gonna be out of money trying to figure out how you're gonna pay your mortgage. That's gonna be an experience. But God says, I want an encounter. And it ain't gonna cost you no $2,000 to have it. I want an encounter. I want an encounter that is deep, personal, transformative, Redemptive, liberating, I, I want an encounter and when God has an encounter it becomes different things to different people at different moments in the same space in other words when God says when I encounter you in the worship moment somebody shouts over here somebody runs over there somebody shed a tear right here somebody dance over there somebody moans somebody groan somebody shaking rocks somebody becomes a little thoughtful somebody pats their feet I'm here to tell you that when you encounter to God, you can't remain the same. Worship ought to make a difference in our lives. It is an encounter. It is an encounter. Listen to my words when I'm getting ready to say. We don't meet to worship. We aim to worship. Because here's the thing. Too many of us seek the byproducts of having a worshipful encounter with God. Pastor, what are you talking about? Byproducts. Here it is. If you seek peace, you will not find it. But if you seek God, you will find peace. Come here just for a moment. If you seek joy, you will not find it. But if you seek God you will find joy. Come come here just for a moment. If you seek mercy you you will not find it. But if you seek God you will find mercy. Somebody going to catch this in just a moment. If you seek grace you will not find it. But if you seek God you will find grace. If you seek holiness you will not find it. But if you seek God you will find holiness. If you seek the experience of worship you will not find it but if you worship the living God you will find what Psalm 100 means when it says make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know that the Lord he is God uh, it is he who hath made us and not we ourselves we are his people the sheep of his pasture he is somebody shout for this first move enter his gates with what thanksgiving and his courts with praise being thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good I said the Lord is good I said the Lord is good, and not only is the Lord good, but his mercy is everlasting. And not only is the Lord's mercy everlasting, but his truth endures to all generations. This, beloved is what Isaiah is dropping on us in the text I've shared as he challenges and confronts the children of Israel. The children of Israel were engaging in religious traditions of their foreparents. They knew how to fast. They knew the meaning of what it meant to engage in a fast. They were well acquainted with looking holy and acting pious. They had the right look, the right words, the the right rituals, the right tune, the right religion, the right time, the right place, but they were wrong as two left feet. How many of y'all know folks that come to church that got the right look, got the right sound, got the right hat, got the right wig, got the right weave, got the right haircut, got the right suit, got the right dress, got the right shoes, and as as wrong as two left feet. Why? Because you look good, you sound good, but inside of you, God's got to do some major work in you because you come to church filled with grime and mean and nasty and cruel and have not spoken spend any time with God. And in your attempt, in your attempt to become, to look so righteous, you come off arrogant and ignorant. I know it's ignorant, but I'm from Mississippi. Ignant sounds a whole lot better. You come off arrogant and ignorant. That's I-G-N-A-N-T. And you are oppressive your attempt to worship becomes more of a burden than it is a blessing. As a matter of fact, children of Israel were more focused on things that God wasn't even stressing that much, like fasting. I believe that in the Old Testament, God only called the nation of Israel to fast twice. But he spent a whole lot of time telling them how to treat orphans, widows, and the poor with respect, justice, and kindness. Now, I'm getting in trouble for what I'm getting ready to say, but I'm mighty afraid there's a group in this country who does not care about the poor, the unfortunate, and the desolate. There's a group in Raleigh, there's a group in DC that's trying to cut Social Security, Medicare, ADFC, free school meals, get rid of the Affordable Care Act, and I'm here to tell you, you're gonna find yourself on God's bad side, but I also got issues, I know I'm getting in trouble for this, I'm an equal opportunist, I, I got issues with how there's another group who can find money to fund war in Ukraine, but can't help those that are homeless and destitute here in America. I, I got I, I I got some serious issues how we have already sent nearly a hundred billion that's with a B y'all a hundred billion dollars to Ukraine. But we're struggling to help cities in Flint and Jackson, Mississippi, and Trenton find <laughs> plants and find clean water and clean up their water systems. You can find money to find a ward that we ain't got nothing really to do with, but you can't help folks in this country that pay taxes. I told y'all I'm an equal opportunity. I don't care nothing about Republican, Democrat, or Independent. I'm a straight shooter. Israel, Israel, according to Isaiah, had a religion of God, but they didn't I really know God? Had ritual, but no righteousness. Worship, but wouldn't do any work. It makes no sense for you to come to church and leave the same way you came in. Uh, Unconverted, unchallenged, unchanged, and mean as the devil in hell. Too many then and now are under the illusion that church attendance, going through the motions, doing your praise thing, giving a few nickels and dimes will get you favor with God and humanity. But the prophet drops this major word on them, how God is not pleased with their fasting, their rituals, because of this major contention. They had a form of godliness. But their hearts and hands were far from God. What are the differences? What are the signs that you and I have a worship that matters, that makes a difference as far as our lives are concerned? I contend that Isaiah, in verses 1-5, through wants us to understand that when you really worship God, you will see what's wrong in our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I know I wasn't going to get too many claps. Here it is. When you really worship God, God will reveal to you what you need to do to get right with Him. In verses 1 through 5, the author is told to share news as far and wide as possible about the sins of Israel. They have been fasting, they were fasting but weren't getting closer to God. They were fasting to hear folks give them personal accolades. People around them saw they were fasting and looking pitiful and being hungry and going like, ooh, you being a good Jew. And unfortunately, around this time of the year, you see folks put on social media, the Daniel fast. And y'all know that ain't a fast, that's really just a meal plan. Uh, uh, Or folks say, I'm gonna fast from social media, or I'm gonna fast through that. But the last time I read my Bible, my Bible talked about how you fast in secret and how the Lord will reward you openly. Everybody ain't got to know. As a matter of fact, when you do fasting right, you shouldn't look like you're going through a fast because you ought to be dependent upon the power of God to keep you when you cannot keep yourself. Uh, in other words, here it is. They were doing the right thing for the wrong reason and they thought they were pleasing God and God wasn't even paying them any attention because here's the deal while they were fasting while they were starving themselves ritually they weren't getting any better spiritually what Israel was doing was worse than being a hypocrite at least with a hypocrite they got an idea they ain't doing right At least with a hypocrite, they know they're spiritually ratchet to a certain extent. But here was Israel's problem. And here is some of our problems. They have become so ignorant of God's truth and God's ways until they really believe they were doing what the Lord wanted them to do. That's a bad place to be. And here is where the rubber meets the road. Israel was not pretending to be something or somebody they were not, but that they are not what they thought they were. Did, did y'all catch that? All right, hey, let me say that again. Israel wasn't pretending. They really thought they were doing the right thing, but they were so ignorant until they didn't know they weren't doing the right thing, and nobody could tell them they weren't doing the right thing. That's a tough place to be, thinking you holy, but you're not. <laughs> uh oh, thinking you're righteous, but you're not. Thinking you're good, but you're not. Thinking you're pleasing God, but you're not. Oh, here comes a big one. Thinking you're saved, but you're not. One can go through the rituals, the actions of doing good religion, but if your heart is not changed, if your attitude is not becoming better, if your character is not being positively transformed, then there is something wrong with your religion. Not God, your religion. Here is God's issue with their fasting. They were not being humbled by the fast, but they were doing it to receive applause and approval from others. God was not pleased with their religious acts, that resulted in exploiting others. Now this is Black History Month, so let me make some some folks mad. Th- this is Black History Month, so let me make some sensitive some knows word I use some sensitive white folks mad. It makes me wonder. How did God feel when white slave owners were worshiping God on Sunday morning and beating their slaves Sunday afternoon? It it makes me wonder if God really heard the prayers of those white segregationists who flocked to their segregated churches on Sunday morning but were shouting racial epithets Sicking dogs on our civil rights forebearers and preventing blacks from getting the boat and from public accommodations. It makes me wonder if God really took pleasure in the praises of those slave traders on the west coast of Africa who were having church on the top floor while herding our slave, our ancestors on the bottom floor, shuffling them to the door of no return. It makes me wonder uh if God rejoices in our worship, our praise, our dancing, our shouting. But when we get to the parking lot, And some of y'all don't even get to the parking lot. You just wait till you get to the vegetable. And, and, and we cut somebody out. Or we have a roast preacher and toasted choir member for lunch. If we're going to get this worship thing right, we got to have our rituals to impact our relationships. Some of us need to tell God, I'm sorry. Some of us need to tell somebody else, I'm sorry. Some of us need to tell ourselves, I'm sorry. Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Turn from their gossiping ways, turn from their backbiting ways, turn from their lying ways, turn from their greedy ways, turn from their stingy ways, turn from their sexually perverted ways, turn from their nasty ways, turn from their funky ways, turn from their cranky ways, turn from their crazy ways, turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and his the land some of us need to just simply make a turn from what we've been doing to what God will have for us to do But there's something else that our worship should do that when we worship God that matters it ought to make a positive difference in our human relationships verse 6 through 10 God is calling Israel to tell them your rituals are to have an impact on your relationship. God only called for the nation to fast twice. Whole lot of places where God told them treat people who are weaker and less fortunate with mercy, dignity, and grace. That we ought to be engaging in the work of liberation. That we ought to be serving the underprivileged. God is saying... If you're gonna worship me, stop oppressing people. I really wish some folks in power could hear this right now. It makes no sense for you to have an invocation in Congress and then you pass bills that oppress people. We're called to loose the bonds of wickedness. Get rid of heavy burdens, set the oppressed free, and break every yoke. Which means that when we come into the presence of God, and we worship God for real, we are to move to stop the craziness of the culture. This was the impetus for our enslaved ancestors, and our civil rights, she rose and heroes, Our slave ancestors would hit the Underground Railroad, and they were stopping by churches and homes of other Christians that were railroad stops along the way. Those persons realized that if I'm gonna have a relationship with God, I got to do something to help those that can't help themselves. Our civil rights forebearers would have a worship encounter to become inspired to fight against the dogs of Bull Connor. The fire hoses, the bullets, and the taunts. They had church before they hit the streets to fight the good fight. And this is the problem with those that want to do the social justice acts in today's culture. They want to divorce it from a relationship with God. But I'm here to let you know you can't fight the good fight. If you ain't got the real fighter in you, help me preach this thing you can't fight the good fight using the tools of the system you got to fight the good fight using the terms of spiritual warfare for we fight not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers and wickedness in high places that's why our slips civil rights forebearers used to sing those freedom songs where they said I ain't gonna let nobody turn me around turn me around turn me around I ain't going to let nobody turn me around. Marching down freedom lane, they knew how to take their praise connected with their protest and God met them in the middle of the fight and fought some battle for them that they were not able to fight for themselves. Uh, here is what I'm trying to drive home with you in this move, that when you really worship God, you will change how you see people and you'll change how you treat people and you'll change how you speak to people. You'll find yourself being kinder more loving, more gracious more forgiving, more compassionate more merciful, why? because you worshipped the God who has given you another chance now, what I need to do is I need to talk to some folks who have, who are keenly aware that God has saved you from some stuff, that you are keenly aware that God has redeemed you from some stuff, that you are keenly aware that you should have had a first-class ticket on a Learjet on your way to hell, and God rescued you from that. Because when you know that God has given you another chance, for real, for real, for real, you don't mind being gracious to somebody else. Uh, Can I tell y'all why we do what we do here at St. Paul Church? Can I tell you why we're going to help our brothers and sisters in Liberia? Because the Lord helped us when we could not help ourselves. Can I tell you why we donated $55,000 to the Charlotte Rescue Mission? Because the Lord helped us when we could not help ourselves. Uh, Can I tell you why we fight for change? Why Why we march against injustice? Can I tell you why I'm glad Glad that those people in Memphis, Tennessee, those ratchet police officers were fired, terminated from their job, and they were expelled from my fraternity because the Lord helped those that can't help themselves. Uh, this is why we vote. This is why you need to go to school. This is why you need to get an education. This is why we built our housing uh, project so we can help people that cannot help themselves. And if they don't ever come to church, if they don't ever say thank you, It ain't for them. We want to hear the Lord say, well done. I feel like preaching. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful. We are called to be the hands and the feet, the eyes and the heart of our God. You may be the only scripture somebody may see. So instead of you acting crazy and ratchet and talking like a fool, you need to let somebody know that this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice. And be glad let me let me get out of here let me get out of here there ought to be there ought to be finally there ought to be a positive change positive change in your personality po- positive change in your personality I know I shouldn't say this but I'm going to say it. Have y'all maybe it's just me. Maybe. Maybe it's just me. But have you ever looked at folk in church who've been in church (laughs) help me preach this thing who've been in church for 50,000 years and they still mean and cantankerous. And you wonder, are you really saved? Because if you say, there ought to be some fruits. Let me get out of here. Oh, i would be a positive change in your personality. In other words, In other words, when you worship right. And when we bless others through our ministry and our missions, through our service and our love, you can't help but to get better. When you serve, folks, you can't help but to get better. You ought to feel better. You ought to do better. You ought to talk better. You ought to walk better. God is saying this major move that shouts me, when you worship God the right way, when you serve those that are disenfranchised, the poor, the oppressed, then I'm going to blow your mind. Uh In other words, I'm going to let your light so shine. I'm going to help you to understand your purpose. God has promised to be our guide. And I don't know about anybody else, but uh, that's who I need to guide me. Uh, 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 being, being, being part of Omega Psi 5 is all right. Being part of a fraternity is all right. Being part of the Masons or the East Star is all right. I'm a 32nd degree Mason, all that stuff is all right. But, but none of that stuff give me what I need when it comes to my relationship with God. Uh because what I come to understand is that I need the Lord more so before I need anything else. I I I, 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 I it, it makes no sense for me to be able to quote what goes on in the Blue Lodge or the 32nd Degree Lodge or the frat Meeting, but I can't even quote Psalm 23. <laughs> Closing my Bible helps me to understand or finish. uh, uh it, it makes no sense for me to be able to quote the constitution of church. And yet, I don't even know the difference between an epistle and an apostle. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, it it makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense for me to be able to quote what we used to do back then. But I don't even know the God that is working right now. So I don't know about you all. Uh, I I need for God to, to be my guide. That's why we sing that song, Guide Me i I'm trying to stop this thing from sticking up on me. Guide me, oh, thy great Jehovah. Pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. I'm trying to stop y'all. Hold me. <laughs> yeah, with our powerful hand. Bread of heaven. Y'all, I'm trying to stop bread of heaven feed me yeah till I won't no more my Mississippi trying to slip out trying to tame uh, this thing Uh, but I'm here to let somebody know that that if your life is just a constant grind yeah if your life is just you trying to survive uh, God wants more for you than just survival God uh, wants you uh, to thrive. God wants you to prosper. uh, And he told you uh, that if you connect with him, that he will be a spring of water that'll change your desert into an oasis. Y'all, I feel something pushing me right now, but but, but verse 12 uh, takes me out uh, because uh, we're told that when you hook up with God, that he's going to raise up the foundations of many generations, that he's going to make you the repairer of the breach, he's going to make you the restorer of the streets. Good morning, St. Paul. May the Lord bless you real good, but our ancestors put up with 246 years of hell in slavery, our ancestors put up with another hundred years uh, of being economically exploited uh, and politically oppressed uh, and racially discriminated uh, and educationally deprived. But I believe I got a few folks here at St. Paul uh, that would testify, you knocked me down, but God picked me back up. Can we go ahead and have a little church? Because I've come to understand that when you have the Lord on your side, that if you got God on your side, you're already in the majority. Because Paul said, if God before me, Uh, who can be against me Uh, do I have anybody in the house uh, that ain't afraid to to give God praise Because you've seen what God has done in your life. Uh, Do I have anybody that's here that's saying, I'm not here to praise just for the sake of praising. uh, And I'm not here to worship for the sake of worshiping. But I'm here because I know that the Lord has been good. And he's been better to me than I deserve Uh, and if you're not too scared if you're not too mean if you're not too frightful I need a few folks that ain't afraid to testify that the Lord is more than able uh, to make a way out of no way Uh, I believe I got a few black folks in the house uh, that ain't afraid to testify uh, that you would not be where you are had it not been for the Lord on your side. So when you look back over your life uh, and you think things over, uh, all of your good days I'll weigh your bad days. So no need to complain. Do I have anybody? They ain't afraid to testify that the Lord has been good. Not only has the Lord been good, but the Lord has been great. Not only has the Lord been great, but the Lord has given you more than you deserve. So I need a few folks in the St. Paul Church. They ain't afraid to lift up holy hands and give God a praise because when you leave this place you ought to leave feeling a little bit better than you did before am I talking to anybody in the house that ain't afraid to give God praise because you feel a little bit better than you did prior to coming in do I have anybody that ain't afraid to give God praise because you got a little bit more joy a little bit more grace, uh, a little bit more mercy, uh, a little bit more kindness, uh, a little bit more power. Uh. So, as I close this sermon, uh, lift up your heads, uh, oh ye gates, uh, and be ye lifted up, uh, ye everlasting doors, uh, and the King of glory uh, shall come in. Uh, who is this King of glory? Uh, the Lord, strong and mighty, uh, the Lord, mighty in battle. Uh, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Is there anybody here that know who is the king of glory? Can I call his name, Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end? Can I call his name, Wonderful? Counselor, uh, mighty God, uh, everlasting Father, uh, Prince of Peace. uh, Can I call his name? Uh, Doctor in a sick room, uh, lawyer in a courtroom, uh, friend for the friendless, uh, mother for the motherless, uh, father for the fatherless. uh, Can I call his name? Uh, Is there anybody here uh, that know his name is Jesus? Uh, And at the name of Jesus. every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess lift up your hands throw back your head give God a praise cause when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me my soul my soul
6: my soul cries out hallelujah say yes Say yes, yes, yes. Ah!
0: all right? Ain't he all right? Ain't he all right? Say yes. I've seen the lightning flashing. I've heard the thunder roll. I felt some breakers dashing, trying to conquer my soul. But I heard the voice of Jesus say still Fight on! He promised
6: never, 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 never,
0: never, never. to leave us. Woo! My God, never! to forsake us, never to drop us, never to leave us alone. I don't know about anybody else. You can do whatever you want to. I'm sticking with Jesus. I'm sticking with Jesus. I'm sticking with Jesus. When you think, when, when, listen, when you show up to worship God and you start having flashbacks, I ain't talking about, I ain't, I ain't talking about, I ain't talking about y'all that ain't never been through nothing. I ain't talking about y'all that ain't never seen. I ain't talking about y'all that's been so perfect, so holy, so righteous all your life. But I believe I got about 357 folk, and I will make 358 in the house, that when you have a flashback, and you think about all the stuff that could have taken you out, and you think about all the stuff that should have taken you out, and you think about all the stuff that nearly took you out, but God let you stand one more time, when you enter his gates, you ought to be making a joyful noise. Hey,
6: hey, 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 hey. because
0: when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, y'all help me preach this thing, hallelujah, anybody glad God sets you free? Deacons come, come, come Deacons, come. to want to at this time want to at this time help you understand what it means to engage God in worship that matters, that makes a change if you're here right now and you are clueless about God, about Jesus, that's fine. You're in the right place. I want to lead you in a prayer. Prayer of new life, prayer of brand new start. If you're here and you're saying, Pastor, I'm saved, I already know who Jesus Christ is, but you don't have a church home, I'd love to be your pastor. And these men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. Because God does not expect for us to live this life to be a Christian in isolation. Your relationship with God through Jesus Christ, it is personal, but it ain't meant to be private. So we all gonna do this prayer together. For all those of us that made a commitment to Christ, it's a reminder of, that prayer of our confession of our salvation, But if you're here right now and this prayer fits you, I'm gonna ask you to make a decision. And if you're pondering in your mind, that means the Spirit is messing with you. And if the Spirit is messing with you, you need to move. So all hands bowed, all eyes closed, repeat after me, God, I thank you that you gave me another chance to get this thing right. And I'm here, I'm online, because I need you in my life. I believe you sent Jesus to die for my sins. I believe he was raised from the dead. And I believe one day he's coming back. But until then, send your Holy Spirit into my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Help me to be the person You want me to be help me to worship you the right way in jesus name i pray this prayer amen hear me hear me well hear me hear me well if you prayed this prayer at this time if you prayed this prayer at this time and you're in the house if you prayed this prayer and you're you need a relationship with god through jesus you're going like yeah i want the lord in my life for real tired of Living this way, I'm not asking you to come down for prayer I'm asking you to come down to make a decision for Christ. If that is you, I want you to do, do God this favor. If, if that prayer was meant for you, would you hold up your hand right now, wherever you are, hold up your hand. If that prayer was for you, hold up your hand, hold up your hand, hold up your hand. We're not going to have you to come down and give a testimony. We just want you to hold up your hand right now if that prayer was meant for you. If that prayer was meant for you, you want a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, you're serious about trying to get connected with God, hold up your hand, 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 hold up your hand. If you're watching us on Facebook or on our church website, I want you to do me this favor. Type in salvation in the chat. When our social digital ministers will reach out to let you know what the next steps are. Or if you're on YouTube or on the phone, if you would, email us at connect at svbcnc.org or call us at 704-334-334-5309. Leave your name and your number. And by five o'clock tomorrow, someone from our office will reach out to you and let you know what you need to do next, amen? Here's my other call, here's my other call. You may be saying, well listen pastor, I know who Jesus Christ is and of my sin. I'm saved. I love the Lord. Been walking with God. Uh, But I'm not connected to a church home in a meaningful way. Not connected. Well, guess what? I would love to be your pastor. These men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. If you're in this physical space right now, you don't have a church home. You're looking for a church to belong. You're looking for a pastor to pray for you and be there and to help you do life as you help your pastor do life. I would love for you to be part of our fellowship. If that's you, you're looking for a church home, would you hold up your hand? If you're looking to belong to a place, would you hold up your hand? Hear me and hear me well. If you got your hand up, will you come on down right now? Right now. You ain't got to wait till next week, next month. I want you to go ahead and move right now. I would love to be your pastor. These men and women would love to be your brothers and sisters in Christ. St. Paul, can we celebrate those who are making a movement to walk. I think we can do a whole lot better than that. Heaven rejoice over one that repents. Heaven also rejoice when we get connected as far as family is concerned. So let's celebrate those that are coming. Let's celebrate those that are coming. Let's celebrate. Let's celebrate those that are coming. Come on, let's give God praise. Will Will there be another? 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 Come on, let's give God praise. Come on, let's give God praise. Walk them all the way down, walk them all the way down. Walk them all the way down. Will there be another? If you're looking for a church home, you're looking for a place to connect, to belong, we would love for you to be part of our fellowship. We would love for you to be part of our fellowship. Will there be another? We would love for you to help us be Repairs of the breach. Restorers of the street. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? If you're watching us online on Facebook or on the website, type in Connect in the chat. One of our digital ministers is going to reach out to you. Or if you're listening to us on YouTube or on the phone, if you would, email us at Connect at SPBCNC.org or call the church office. Leave your information, somebody's gonna let you know what the next steps are as far as getting connected to our church is concerned. Amen, amen. I I don't want to close too soon. Will there be another, will there be another? You're looking for a place to connect, to belong. You're looking for a place to utilize your gifts. You're looking for a place where you can do life with some others. We would love to have you to be part of our foe. Will there be another? Will there be another? Will there be another? We're getting ready to, at this moment, carry out what we call the ordinance of communion, the Lord's Supper. And so I'm going to ask that our deacons will come down. You should have received your communion as you came into the church. However, if you did not, I want you to hold up your hand so that we can get communion, your communion elements to you. Sisters and brothers, let us bow our heads as we go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come and we gather in this moment, in this space, in this place, to reflect upon what you did for us on a hill called Calvary. Forgive us of our sins. We do not come to this moment trying to fill our bellies with bread and wine. To satisfy our physical appetite. But rather we come, O oh God, because we realize you did for us what we could not do for ourselves. You gave your son who took our place to take care of the penalty of our sin. And for that, we say thank you. Jesus is our lamb. And we thank you, oh God. Help us to be ever reverential and respectful of this moment, of this meal. It is in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Sisters and brothers, it was on a fateful Thursday night nearly 2,000 years ago. Jesus was in the upper room with his disciples celebrating what was called for them the Passover meal. He took that meal. He transformed it into a meal for the church. He took a loaf of bread. He lifted it toward heaven and he broke it. And he said take eat this is my body that shall be given to thee let us eat the bread likewise he took the common cup the third cup of the passover meal and he lifted it toward heaven and he blessed it and he said drink all of this for the blood that will be shed for the riches of sin i will not drink this anew with you again until we enter my father's kingdom which would be the fourth cup so at this time let us drink in remembrance of him amen